I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and what's next. It's a show that asks questions and peels back the layers of our average everyday experience and goes beyond scratching the surface. We interview people doing incredible things who are making a difference around the globe. Join me as we listen in and get one step closer to understanding that big ideas shared create collaboration. Collaboration can inspire community and communities create social change. I'm David Peck and this is Face to Face. So my interview today is with Jessica Ann. She's with Jessica Ann Media. She's written a book recently called Humanize Your Brand, How to Create Content that Connects with Your Customers. It sounds corporate, doesn't it? And in truth, it is. But Jessica Ann sort of gives herself away in a, in a really uh, fun, uh, delightful, engaging way. And I, I hope you're going to stay tuned. We talk about creative storytelling. We talk about content marketing and how, how culture is so important. We talk about risk and we talk about uh, mindfulness. We talk about creating art instead of creating advertising. We talk about this thing called human content and how we need to strive to be human and self-aware. And Jessica has lots of great things to say. She she works in uh, content creation. And how, how cool and how interesting is that? And when you relate it back to this whole idea of narrative and storytelling and frankly just uh, being human. We talk about the bigger picture and, and how we're all uh, trying to shape our own story. So stay tuned uh, for Jessica Ann coming right up. DavidPeckLive.com for more information about my speaking and my writing and my podcasting. You can also um, support Face to Face there through Patreon. And don't forget Rabble.ca for a whole other slew of uh, interviews and podcasts of my own, but also of others as well. Coming right up, Jessica Ann, and we're going to be talking about how to humanize your brand. Well, welcome to Face to Face, and we're joined by a very special guest today, and I'm actually not really sure where uh, she's calling in from, but Jessica Ann is here with us today from Jessica Ann Media. We're going to talk about, I think, a whole lot of things, but her new book is Humanize Your Brand, How to Create Content That Connects with Your Customers. Jessica, thanks for taking the time today to chat. Hey, David. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. And where the heck are you calling in from? (laughs) I actually just moved to California. So oh, come I'm on. Calling in. Yeah. I'm calling in from Venice Beach, California. Oh, you're breaking my heart. Are you going out skateboarding later or something like that? I, <laughs> it's funny. The, the skateboard area is like blocks away from where I am, and the ocean's a block away. So, oh, yeah, I, man. 
I could be there within the next hour or so. <laughs> so I wear, so I'm, I'm Jessica, I'm 51 and I still wear Vans shoes because oh, you're so hip. <laughs> I was a crazy skateboarder in my, in my teens. Like, and I've got a few broken bones and a couple of concussions to prove it. So it's, uh, yeah. No way. Yeah. You fit right in here. I bet. I bet. I bet the temperature I'd fit right in with too. So, wow. Good for you. That's amazing. Nice, yeah, nicely done. So yeah, let's get right into it then. I mean, so you, you, can I, can I call you a consultant? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm a consultant. I'm a creative. Yeah. I am an entrepreneur. Yeah. I am many, many different Indeed. things. So, um, yeah, a consultant is, could be one of them. Yes. Absolutely. But, but your focus is content marketing, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. So 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 unpack that a little bit from for for my listeners. What 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 exactly does that mean? Is that is that is that about, you know, I I I've 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 read some of your stuff. I've listened to a few other interviews with you. You talk about you talk about art and how art yeah. is going to have an impact on I guess you could almost say not only content but on the corporate world. There's there's definitely some connections there for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Content marketing is the art of, mess of marketing your message. So I am fascinated by this concept because we are continuously sucked into so much screen time today. Mm. And there's really an art to conveying and creating meaningful media that connects our universal human experiences and emotions. Um, you know, if we don't do this, we risk losing ourselves along the way. You know, we become almost these kind of cyborgs or robots. Right. And it's like, I don't want to go in that direction. I love being a human. I love sharing my experiences. <laughs> That's a funny line. That's the soundbite. I love being a human. Yeah. Right? I mean, we have to think about this stuff. Sure. It could go down that path. And, and I'm open to being positive and, and really just being open to sharing those human experiences because they are super important to today's uh, content marketing scene, just the marketing and technology scene in general. So we're going to we're, we're come back to that human comment in a second here because uh, it sure. clearly ties in with, with your, your latest book, Humanize Your Brand. But um, so content marketing. So you're, you're, you and your team are, 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 are creating a media that matters for companies. Exactly, yeah. Okay. So blogs. Uh, podcasts. Um, do, you, do you get into video? I mean, is that is that also some of the work that you're doing? Yes, correct. Yeah, we do pretty much across all different types of platforms. Um, anything that conveys the art of creating useful, relevant content for audiences in a way that ultimately leads to sales. So that's how I see content marketing, and it really can be done on any different platform, um, including audio podcasts, video podcasts, um, as well as medium articles you know the platform medium has taken off recently and i've been working one-on-one -on -one, um with visionary leaders who may not be the best writers but they're awesome in their field whether they're designers or engineers so really taking the story and their art of what they do into the written word in a way that conveys their message in a really profound deep way so so essentially, so you're saying you're working with people who have great ideas, great stories to tell who may not be able to articulate them in a in a, in, a, in a way that's going to connect with the audience that that matters to their product, to their company, to their initiative. And I, and I would imagine too, Jessica, you're not just working with for-profits, you're probably also working with nonprofits as well, I would imagine. Uh yeah, my focus isn't directly on nonprofits. I work with Fortune 500 companies and top-tier brands who want to humanize their message. 
Um, but, you know, I do, I have worked with nonprofits in the past, um, you know, and, and I, my background is in Washington, D.C., <laughs> with a lot of nonprofits are there. So I have um, hands-on experience actually creating a video production studio from scratch for a nonprofit, as well as audio podcasts that were ranked in top of the hot, the, on um, the top of iTunes charts. So, um, you know, I really work with a variety of different clients sure. depending on their needs, depending on, you know, really if the, the, if the fit is right, I mean, I'll work with you, whoever the organization or the institution is. Um, so, it really, yeah, it's about curing information overload, overload right. because of, you know, the message needs to be the right fit. Well, and it's, isn't it the kind of field too where, where I bet a lot of people think, oh, you know what, leave that with me. I can do that. We can write uh blogs we can write podcasts we can do video but the truth is you know people specialize in things for a reason and and it seems to me that this is exactly the kind of thing that companies and nonprofits should be subbing out to people like you absolutely because a lot of the times these companies just really can't stay outside of themselves right so i right. usually come in and shake things up and they can get an outside perspective from someone like me who has kind of seen it all. Right, <laughs> You right. know, I've kind of been, I've seen so many different types of cultures and I know where they're at and how I can help them. And I come in and shake them up and get them to share their message in a really unique way that really brings in ideal clients. So I want to come back to, so we've certainly set, we, I think we set the context pretty nicely here to, to who you are and what you do and so on. Are you, are you... Are you afraid of all afraid of technology at all? You know, you say you like being a human. I love that line about you. Uh, that you, uh, you know, that could be a nice, that could be a great bumper sticker. By the way, um, <laughs> me too, uh, me too. And I think, I think, aren't aren't those the the greatest moments where you're, you know, you're with a community, you're with a group of people, you've shared a meal together, you come away going, "Wow, that was amazing. That was invigorating. That was." That was awesome. It was entirely, and it was entirely human. Um, right. Are you afraid of that going by the wayside, disappearing because we are becoming sort of um, addicted to our screens? I don't fear it. I thrive off of knowing that that is possible, and I go the exact opposite way. Right. <laughs> So I really, really strive to be human in all of my communications, um, and I really strive to uh, really just to mentor and to, that's what I write and I speak and I mentor my clients about, is how to create human content to resonate with your audience in a meaningful way. So when you when you say I uh, I interviewed a woman not long ago, Dr. Marie Swingle. She she's written a book called I uh, Small I Dash Mind, and she's a psychologist who who's quite concerned about where we're heading in this sort of you know techno driven world that we live in and uh, the the ubiquitous screen and you know just constant access basically. Um, mm -hmm. And she she wonders to what degree it's, you know, and even has some evidence to suggest it's rewiring who we are and the way we behave and so on. Would you right. be, would you go that route? Would you be that sort of apocalyptic in a sense? Or would you be more, um, hmm, I don't know, creative, more positive, more sort of entrepreneurial about it and say, well, hang on. Yeah, we could go there. But if we start, you know, behaving this way, we actually could, you know, it's, 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 it's a great tool, right? It's a. It's a connector, mm -hmm. right? It, well, it seems to me anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's important to be self-aware 
And I think self-awareness is such a huge part of technology and, and mindfulness. It's, you know, I've been practicing yoga and meditation for over 11 years at this point, And I feel like we need to dive deeper into who we are at the core mm. of our personality so that we can really understand the deeper meaning behind the technology and how it is affecting our future. I mean, there's so many different ways we can look and see what technology is doing to our brains. And you can see it on this philosophical level, like we need technology just as much as it needs us. So it's literally just kind of like using our human brains as much as we're using the technology behind it. Right. Um, or you can look at it, you know, at a really micro level and just say, all right, technology is there. I can disconnect, go in my other, you know, universe away from you know, and put my phone in airplane mode and just tune out. And it really is depending, it depends on you and how you want to use it to connect. And I think that it's important to acknowledge your fear because anyone who is an intellectual or an academic is going to be a little bit dystopic in mm, their mm. in their view of technology. I mean, you can't avoid that there is a certain amount of fear that's contributing to how we're using technology today. I mean, there, there are bots everywhere. Sometimes you don't even know if you're talking to a, a bot online. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I think it really comes down to just knowing that that fear is there and even embracing it at some point mm. so that we can tap into our human emotions that are constantly changing. You know, our, our emotions are constantly evolving based on the thoughts and beliefs of who you are. And when you embrace that fear, it's really easier to access the human emotions and experiences of who you are and your customers so that you can see the bigger picture of your story so that you can tell it really where we are at in this moment in the present and how and that we can involve our minds and our technology to where we need to be in the future yeah i love what you say about the you know seeing the bigger picture in the story that's that's i think really insightful and i think it's really hard to do you know there's so yeah. there's so much noise right there's so much you know, how, how do you filter that? How, how do you say, well, this is worth doing and this isn't when you're just, you know, it's almost a, uh, forgive the metaphor, but you're just kind of bombarded, right, mm -hmm. with, with images. We were, I was playing a video game with my son a couple of days ago, and I said, and we hit the pause button. I said, Spencer, look, we're, we're, it's hockey. We're being advertised to. And in the game itself, you know, all these um, brands you know, within within this animated hockey game, and it and it, it, it I didn't I didn't see it. You know, it was totally implicit. It was totally. But then, as soon as you 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 recognize it and you like you say you face it and you name it, then then it's a little easier to um, hmm, maybe deal with. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. I mean, I think, and it includes being mindful of that. Right, the fact right. That you are being marketed to. There right. are ads targeting you, and it really comes down to who you are at the core because. It's not about how the world and how advertising is shaping you, but how you shape your story right. and your relationship to being mindful and aware of the changes that are happening so that you can pivot and you can really get inside yourself to attune yourself to the vibration of who you are so that you can attract your ideal clients. What you, you, I, I heard you sort of um, describe your work on another interview where you said it's creative creative storytelling under the umbrella of humanity correct yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. what, what what does that mean exactly so i like to describe um i like to describe it as human content um and this this theory this idea of human content is an outward expression of who you are on the inside hmm. so this there's a shift in marketing right now it's a transformative shift that's happening 
And, you know, the past used to be about sending these email blasts and telling people that you're so great and trying to persuade people to like you and, you know, just that whole marketing approach of more and more and more, you know, but getting bombarded with these messages. Um, And the future of humanity and the future of marketing is doing less of that. We're living in almost a post-advertising world, dare Hmm. I say it, (laughs) Hmm. where, you know, it really matters to be more human. Right. And it really matters to put the lens of humanity under every message that you send to the world because it really comes down to the core of who you are and if that's going to be resonating with your audience, you know, and, and not only with your audience, but does it resonate with you? If you're just doing things because you're supposed to and you're supposed to check a box, then that's not really being human. That's You're just another, you know, robot or someone in the pipeline doing what they're told to do. And I really strive to challenge my clients and my, you know, the corporations that I work with to really think deeper than that because we are all deeper than that. I mean, let's be real. Like, I know it's uncomfortable for a lot of people to talk or think about this stuff, but it's necessary in order to evolve humanity to a good place. And a good place means sharing our human experiences and emotions because that really is what bonds us no matter what our cultural backgrounds, no matter what our past experiences. And I really feel like that's important for the future of humanity. Do you think that there are certain brands, do you think there are certain companies, you know, that have crossed the line, crossed the lines, wrong word, that are at a point in their um, hmm, evolution, in their stage, in their life, that they're not actually going to be able to see this. They're not actually going to buy into this because, you know, they're the older school. They're the older generation. They don't believe in a triple bottom line of people, planet, and prosperity. They They only believe in the bottom line, right, of... We've got to make lots more money, and, and or is it possible to win those folks over too? I think that it takes time, mm. especially if they are still stuck in that old paradigm. Yep. I think that that transition does not happen overnight, and it's more than anything, it's less of a marketing shift, but more of a mindset shift. And I think people have to be ready to experience and welcome a new mindset in order to change their marketing because you don't know what you don't know. Right. And even if people tell you, Oh, do things this way. So they won't, it's, it's really hard to change people's mindset on certain things sure. and they have to be ready and open to receive the message. And that comes over time. And there's diff- there are different waves of companies to resonate with that more future forward thinking way to market your message. And I think that it's not impossible, but I think that we can't preach to those companies or institutions that are still stuck in that old way if they're not ready or open to receiving that message. Yeah, it's almost like you need you need to. I mean, you as a as a, a company needs to look for that fertile soil. But you know, anyone really. I mean, even a younger uh, somebody looking for a career, you you, you want to look for fertile soil, right? You want to look for. Uh, a, a company that's that aligns with the, the the way you see the world, right? It's about it's Absolutely. about it's about worldview too. Exactly, exactly. That's so important is is that resonation. You know, you have to resonate with your customers just as much as they resonate with you. If you're you know starting off the bat trying to convince them to see the world through your lens, then they're not the right fit. You right, know, and I don't right. even bother with clients like that to be perfectly honest. Right, right. <laughs> What's the difference between creating art and creating advertising? Oh, that's a great question. Um, 
So creating art is the fact, okay, so let me take a step back here. Creating art is really putting your own unique identity and touch on it. Um, And creating advertising is overloading. I mean, I, I hate to talk so badly about advertising, but advertising has a lot more to do with um, just targeting and using like kind of the old way that there are different ways that you can advertise to your customers today, but, um, and you can use art in your advertising. Um, but I think that when you use art in your marketing, you use something that I like to call, um, that I explained earlier, it's human content. That's when you bring in empathy, you bring in emotion, hmm. you bring in, um, you know, in enlightenment even. Hmm. I mean, hmm. knowledge, the knowledge that's in advertisements, I mean, it's quote unquote knowledge, right? It's everywhere. And you really need enlightenment in your messaging so that you can create human content. And enlightenment happens when we have that deep understanding, awareness, and knowledge to tap into a higher state of consciousness. And that's the difference between art and advertising is really using enlightening your customers to create art. And advertising is, I don't want to say the exact opposite right. because you can still use art in it, but it's kind of the mass media, the traditional way to blast your customers and with, you know, with a, with a hard touch almost. It's kind of a harder, more forced in your face. Um, you know, it's the difference between forced media and um, slow media. Hmm. So human content and art is the slow media. It makes you laugh, think, and question the status quo. Whereas nice. advertising is fast media. It's forced and it's fake and it's sometimes unnecessary. You know, sometimes what, we don't always want to see it. Is slow media like, is slow media uh, um, hmm, narr- narrative driven storytelling in a sense? Yes. Yeah. You might, you might like a, a company might come out with, oh, I don't know, a series of three ads that are actually telling a story about a family that's, I don't know, traveling somewhere around the world. And then, and then the advertisement or the, the, the brand or the logo comes up at the end of it. I mean, I, 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 I'm trying to think of an example off the top of my head. I mean, Coke, some of, some of Coca-Cola's ads are really interesting in that way. You know, the, 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 the way it's not really about the, the drink or the sugar or the caffeine. It's about what this brand represents. And, and what they're trying to do. And I love some of the storytelling they've done over the, over the last few years. I mean, whether you like Coke or not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're definitely one of the companies that do a great job of that slow media and storytelling. Um, it really comes down to putting the heart, putting the human heart as the focal point of your story so mm-hmm. that your message mm-hmm. becomes an oasis for your audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I always find the stat fascinating that the heart the electric field of the heart is 60 times greater than that of the brain. So when your message is resonating with the heart of your audience, you really bring them into a way to communicate with them in a way that your brain just can't even process. Hmm. So I find that connecting through the heart is really the way to go in terms of um, marketing your message. So you're probably not as interested in, in, in hard sort of quantitative stats than as say maybe another advertising firm might be. I mean, if you're talking about heart strings and, and emotional intelligence, I guess is what you're talking about. 
little little mm-hmm. harder to 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 get stats on that, I suppose, right? Yeah, definitely. I think that's why it's so important to understand your right and your left brain functions. Um, I think that it's important to know kind of how you naturally process information so that you're not only writing stats and numbers for your customers and you're not only creating stories for your customers. Um, I think it's important to use both your right and your left brain to develop your message. Um, You know, right brain marketers um, or just right-brained human beings as a whole, they generally depend on intuition to solve problems and to process information, while left-brained people process information in a more data-driven way. Mm. And yes, I definitely agree that I am more right-brained than left-brained for sure. But I know that, and I use that knowledge to incorporate more stats and more facts right. into my into what I talk about in, with my clients. So. so- yeah, it's about using kind of your weakness as a strength. Right. It's it, and and it's about it, it seems to me it's about tools in your toolbox and 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 it's it's not either or and it sounds to me like that's what you're trying to get away from is this this um um it's it's uh, it's all connected in a sense. It is. Absolutely. I mean, if you're talking yeah. about mindfulness and marketing, right? I mean, I do a bit of restorative yoga and I absolutely love it. It's changed my life and and mm-hmm. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have made those, I wouldn't have made that connection. Right. But yeah, um, it's kind of fascinating. Would you say younger generations, would you say, sorry, wow, did I ever sound old? Uh, would you say <laughs> um, millennials? Let's look at the millennials. Cause they on, take, you they, wear vans. You're not. That that's vans. right. I wear vans. Hey, I still own that skateboard. I'm really oh. proud of that thing, man. I still have it. And apparently I found out that it's worth a lot of money if I wanted to sell it online. Um, um, awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I can use a skateboard. I, I want a skateboard. Oh, uh, you know what? Every time I see a guy go or a young woman go by on a board or a scooter, even these days, scootering is big. I just, yeah. I, w- I want to hop on, but oh man, it would be just, it would, it would not be good for anyone, Jessica. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, bad news. No, yeah. you will laugh. <laughs> what the millennials take a lot of heat. Right? Yeah. They take uh-huh. a lot of heat for, for all the things they're not doing and apathy and so on. I don't get that sense from you that 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 you would buy into that. And 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 y- it sounds to me like you would say, in fact, I think you have said that millennials are looking for um, companies that matter, companies that are making a difference, brands that are having an impact around the world. Can, can you talk to that a little bit? Absolutely. Yeah. So I think millennials just as a whole, I mean, this younger generation that is consuming and creating content on the web, uh, we're really unique and we're sarcastic and creative. I'm just going to build us up. Why not? Right? <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> we're awesome. We're idealistic, uh, super connected, and we like to rally together to create more meaning in the world. And we also seek brands that can offer everything that we want in our lives. We right. want experience. We want authenticity. We want social mm. responsibility. And even better if it's a good value. So, you know, I think it's really important to constantly be aware of how this younger generation is consuming this content because that, that's the majority of the population. I think I read a stat. It's like $1.4 trillion of um, of the population is by 2020 is going to be spent on 
um, spent by millennials. Wow. That's a huge amount of money being spent by this population, um, you know, and, and they're really looking towards creating and consuming human content. Um, so, you know, like we were saying earlier, the traditional ways of marketing and advertising through television, through radio and newspapers had a pretty aggressive approach, you know, it was like, buy this, buy this, buy this right. repetitively, like just a really high decibel level or in a large print. And these methods were never really effective to reach millennials or these younger generations. They can see through it. They can right. feel through it. Um, that's why I'm such a big proponent of human content. It's what makes a bigger impact. And it's one of the most effective ways to tap into this generation. Well, you're, um, you're, you're, I mean, and that so lines up with your comment about authenticity, right? And this, right. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And, and, it, and driven by story and driven by relationship. Yeah. It allows you to be relevant and informative, which gains trust in a really authentic way. Absolutely. Yeah. It sounds ridiculously hopeful, frankly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's so simple, too. Like, once it's really more about the mindset shift. And then once, you know, the brands and clients that I generally work with, they get this concept, it, it's like the simplicity of it is just so pure and so real that it's like, it's like we we're taught at a young age that this is like the blasting is what we want. But the reality is, is we're just all these humans who want to connect. We really want to connect in a deep, meaningful way. It's a, you know, we, I think that's incredibly wise, you know, thing to say. I, I think that's so true. And I think if we start there, it kind of changes the conversation, frankly, Jessica, about everything. I mean, I, you want to, you know, your book, Humanize Your Brand, How to Create Content that Connects with Your Customers. I want to humanize everything. <laughs> right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I don't even know what that means, actually. But, <laughs> but how, 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 do, how do we become more human? How do, how do we relate better? How do we become better parents? How do we become better lovers? How do we become better friends, better teachers, whatever, better doctors? And how, how do we humanize everything that we do? Because it seems to me that, you know, and this is what's so interesting and almost paradoxical about what you're doing, you know, working in this world of digital media that's seemingly so disconnected from the human, right? And mm-hmm. yet you're saying, no, hang on a minute here. Let's back up and, 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 and look at this a different way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because most marketing is self-congratulatory and this doesn't work today. Uh, You really need to consciously decide what has the meaning in your story and what doesn't so that you can articulate from a place of vulnerability and from authenticity. I truly believe it. I think that that's really important to do as a human being as a whole, Um, as, as a human, just Anyone listening to this right now, just like wake up to the fact that you are a human being and other people need you and your services. Mm. What can you do today to cut to your core, deliver a message to the world that speaks to your truth, that will also speak to the truth of anyone listening to you? It's good. It's that simple. Yeah, it's good. So just as we wrap up here, sadly, uh, we have to come to a close. Who, Who needs to buy your book? Visionary leaders who want to seek a transformative shift in business. If you're an entrepreneur or a marketer or anyone interested in evolving the human consciousness, I know that's such a deep thing to say, but <laughs> it's just about how to, <laughs> how to evolve 
who you are as a human being. Um, my book, Humanize Your Brand, How to Create Content That Connects with Your Customers, it's available both on Amazon and on audible.com as an audiobook. Nice. Well, listen, thanks for your time today, Jessica. I, uh, I really appreciate it. I love your passion and your commitment to this and, and, and that you want to make a, a living doing this, that you're not just doing it because it's a good and or right thing to do. Uh, you're, you're making a living doing it at the same time. And I, and I hope that's the future uh, of all of us, really, that, that we can all kind of work in a, a similar way. It's, you know, that, that, that triple bottom line, I think, is that people, planet, and prosperity that you seem to be living out so well. It's, it's exciting. It's, it's, uh, it's, it, it's encouraging. It really is. And, uh, um, yeah, I wish you well with it. Humanize Your Brand, available at your local uh, bookstore, but probably more importantly, in this case, your local digital bookstore. Um, <laughs> how to yeah. create content that connects with your customers. Jessica Ann with Jessica Ann Media here with us today. Thanks a lot. Uh, hopefully we can do a part two down the road. Definitely. Thank you so much for having me, David. This is a blast. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.